Birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. I love birthdays. I love celebrating my friends' birthdays. And this week is no different by starting off this week of the 27th through the 6th, I believe. Yep, the 27th through the 6th and celebrating your birthdays. I love birthdays and this week is no exception. So starting with the the going backwards from the six we're going to start with james federico beth cardwell jeff spindell mario Massidi, bruce clark salu Asservatham, happy birthday matt wilson happy birthday kevin allen jenny grumbling sean teagarden i haven't heard your name in a long time happy birthday kirkley steve mandel uh, i'm sorry steve merkel Brandon Heiss, happy birthday, dude. He is one of our leaders in our industry and a super, 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 super cool guy. If you don't know him, you should. He works for Westcott and he's he's awesome. Brian Hemis, Joe Edelman, Joe Luis Guardias Vasquez, Mady Long, Craig Minnelli, happy birthday, dude. Todd Green, Sandy O'Shea, Christy Paulson Lovato, Jake Halt, Frank Amato, Christy Drago Price, happy birthday. Chucky Arland, Chuck, happy birthday, dude. Emily Allison, Moshe Zusman, happy birthday, dude. Barry Rankin, Melanie Romanowski, Rabin, Rebane, Derek Rice, Julia Woods, happy birthday. Dan Fessler, Rebecca June Stringham, Faye Yerberry, Ivan Chapin, Christy Brown Goodman, Lee Nofi, Patrick Luke, happy birthday, dude. Smith Juanita, Ron B. Wilson, Morgan Jania Plemons, Jessica Dantier, Manifester Yada, uh, Liz Whitten, Ziggy Campo, Rich Schaub, happy birthday, dude, Aziz Khan, Chris Towsney, lots of birthdays, Patricia Takix, Tammy Fraley, Jim Sanders, Sam Brown, Heather Autry, Ignited Photography, Ashley Fiona, Paul Van Hoy, Chris Marlowe, Jared Gant, happy birthday, dude. Christina Phillips, Hina Palmer, Lauren Cress, Mike, wow, I haven't heard your name in a long time. Happy birthday. Michael Luna, Brooks Hoffas, Jamie Carlin Kaplan, happy birthday. Happy big birthday. Michael Lee, Vicky Benitez, Lizette Ari Heffron, Ellen Goria, happy birthday to you guys. And especially big happy birthday because this is the one year anniversary of something new every week 52 episodes. So let's move on. Happy birthday to all of you guys. Let's move on. Talk to you uh, in a really, really cool episode this week. Uh, it's a state of the industry. I think you're going to love it. Uh, what I wanted to do was bring back some of the people that I've had on episodes this year and just talk to them about what's going on uh, as the state of the industry from wedding photographers to high school senior photographers to people who work in our industry and just get a pulse of where we've been at for this whole year. And uh, it's, it's crazy to me that uh, when I started this a year ago, we were going into lockdowns and now the state of Texas has announced that we're no longer going to need to lock down at all. We don't even need to wear masks. So I hope you're well out there. Let's move on to this episode. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world. Just some great conversations with my friends and what's going on right now. Something new every week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out. Millerslab.com. 
Well, here it is. One year of something new every week. This week, I am joined by a star-studded cast of some of my closest friends and individuals and great uh, industry people, community people, um, just really great people who uh, I texted this morning and said, will you join me for a state of the industry podcast? I thought it would be a great way of kind of wrapping things up for one year of episodes. And I'll start by saying thank you to you guys for you know being on my podcast and sharing your thoughts and um, just being, um, you know, it's been it's been a journey doing this, and you guys have been really good friends to me, and I want to thank you for that in advance before we even get started. So I'm going to go around. Uh, I have Jason Dominguez, Sean Brown, Jamie Schneider, Easton Reynolds, Jen Lewis, and Lori Nordstrom, not in any order whatsoever, uh, and Davey Dave also um, joining me, and then um, some other people will be joining later. So hey, say hello, guys. All right. Um, So what I was thinking for this episode is I really want it to be about, you know, kind of what's going on. And some of you I interviewed very early in this year when we first went into the pandemic and the lockdowns and and all of that stuff. And so much has happened in one year that I can't, it's just really incredible. And you know, I would say the first 20, 25 episodes really just about the lockdown, which was not my plan to start with, is really about what's going on in your businesses, you know, right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go around the horn, as they would say, and uh, kind of get your thoughts on, um, I'm going to tee you guys up with some different questions. So we'll start with, uh, since Jason was here first, Jason Dominguez is a Kansas City wedding and portrait photographer, one of my oldest friends in the industry. And uh, definitely been one of those guys where I could call and just uh, cry on his shoulder at any given moment. Uh, and, and, I, and I thank him from that. So, Jason, um, you, know, uh, you're, you know, your business has been mainly wedding photography over the years. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a tough year for wedding photographers. And, you know, we were touching on it, you know, briefly, but, you know, kind of give us an idea of, Let's start with the with this question. So, what is you had weddings booked for the spring? What are they looking like for now? Let's start there. Um, it's a. Uh, I think it's too early to tell. Um, I, I I really don't. Sorry, the screen just changed and like threw us into a background. <laughs> and you know what the hell you just did. Um, <laughs> Um, that is hysterical. I'm sorry. I think this it's is too disturbing. early to tell what's going to happen. Um, we're starting to see cancellations. Okay. Um, and moving weddings now. Um, but it's not uh, at the at what I thought it was going to be. You know, okay. like like I said, like we were talking about earlier. Um, I know it wasn't on here, but you know, last year everybody freaked out and was worried and, and stressed out. And and I wasn't worried about last year. I was more worried about this year, how it was going to happen. And I still don't know what this year is going to bring. You know, we have weddings booked, but we don't know what, you know, what mandates are going to come down, what time, what, what they're going to do with weddings. Um, you know, it's still up in the air, you know, and, and yeah, the vaccine's out here and, and people are starting to, you know, see the numbers go down. But again, it's, I think it's still too early to know to understand, you know, to, 
figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, across the board, what I'm finding out is that, you know, a lot of people that did have spring weddings and I, and we had predicted that, you know, hopefully the things would be, you know, open back up, back up, that they're making the decision that, you know, let's, let's postpone things or, or, you know, let's, let's downsize. And, you know, it sounds like that's, that's what's happening to you as well. Are you finding that they're rescheduling till next year or they're the fall or, you know, uh, you know, another photographer was telling me how, you know, he has like a million midweek, midweek weddings as opposed to weekends. Um, yeah. So they're, they're postponing it to the fall and next year. Okay. Um, and I, and I forgot to add, we're still booking weddings for this year too. I mean, which was, it's weird because people are still booking for the spring and still booking for summer. That's why I mean, it's really hard to get a grasp of what this year is going to look like. Only the fact of knowing that we've had multiple weddings push off to this year. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, they're, they're, we're starting to see those same people, you know, that were in the book last year going, uh, oh, maybe we should push it to 2022, you know, that kind of thing. So right. ask me in about another month, you know, a month or a month and a half, I think all of us would have a better, you know, better picture of what's going on. Yeah. And that's kind of, it, it's, it's, just, it's just incredible how much things are changing so quickly and, you know, for example, where I'll go next is, you know, I'm reading tonight that, uh, you know, Texas, if it wasn't crazy enough, it just uh, continues to not disappoint. <laughs> and I'm going to bring, uh, I'm reading that uh, the mask mandate is is going away. We don't, we don't have COVID anymore and uh, we're going to get rid of the mask mandate. So I'm going to have Jamie join us, who's, who's in Texas now. And fairly new to Texas in, in Houston. And, uh, um, well, let's start there. Talk to us about this. What's going on? Yeah. So they just announced, they just announced today that we don't have to wear our mask and we can raw dog breathe in uh, stores again, I guess. I don't know what's, uh, <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> that's a term I have. Raw dog breathe. Uh, that's going to be yeah. liberating to be able to go into CVS and, yeah. Wear, not wear a mask. I guess. I guess, yeah. Well, <laughs> we just got back from Louisiana. We had a photo shoot in Louisiana uh-huh. this past weekend, and nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with everybody? Why aren't you wearing your mask? <laughs> and then we get back to Texas, and they're like, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess I shouldn't be mad at people not wearing their mask. I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. Oh, gosh. So I haven't been reading too much. I mean, gosh, it's been crazy down there with, you know, the cold snap and yeah. pipes bursting. And, you know, I uh, I have gotten a new education about your energy grid in Texas, <laughs> which is so, so did we. So fascinating yeah. um, that you can download an app called Gritty and buy your electricity on demand. Um, yeah, and uh, I know this is off topic, but it actually was kind of cool, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. before every we lost power, but you know, just being able to kind of, you know, in Louisiana, we were kind of stuck with who you had, and then they raised the rates as much as they want. But here, you know, you could pick and choose. Now, luckily, we didn't choose one of the power companies with a flexible payment schedule where uh-huh. people are getting really screwed over there. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I'm not from Texas, but we're here now. <laughs> And it's and we had talked about you know going back and forth between Louisiana and Texas, and uh, I know that you still have clients you know back in in Louisiana. So you're this year is going to be a lot of back and forth. 
So much so that you just decided to go out and buy an RV. And, oh, you uh, did. Yeah. 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 We're actually leaving this Friday. We're going on a huge trip. We're going to go all the way from here to New Orleans, to Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama. God, I can't say it. Uh, Nashville. Then we're going to Louisville to do bourbon tastings. Then we're going to Kansas City. Then we're going it's to it. Arkansas. Then we're going to we're going to end with um, Silver Dollar City in Branson, and then oh. come home. So our kids are so our kids are finally starting school. So they've been driving us nuts. They've been doing their virtual learning, and we can't take it anymore. We love them, but you got to go back to school. We love them, but it's time to go back to school. And uh, before they do that, we're going to have one last cross country trip with them. That's that's awesome. And I uh, I have to share with you when you guys were d- during the the cold snap and and you guys losing power. Um, I, I forgive me, but I got a little bit of a chuckle when somebody was like, "Why don't you go get the generator?" And you were like, "It's in the RV, which I can't get out because." The gate it's an electric locked. gate. Yep. <laughs> it was an electric gate at the storage place. I, I said to my wife, there. I was like, there are other people out there that have just as bad a luck as, as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry for that, but. No, it's okay. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we lived. We lived. Yeah. It sounded pretty awful. And, um, you know, we've uh, been doing some prepping here in St. Louis since then uh, to prepare for the next uh, horrible disaster that that comes out anyway. So let's talk about your weddings. Your weddings are, uh, let's, let's talk about the spring. How's, how is it looking for you? You know, reschedule as far as all that's concerned. So for us, we've actually been really blessed. Everything is doing great. We're like killing it right now. We got five new inquiries yesterday. Um, you know, so, so lucky for us, we, last year we had a bunch of reschedules. So this year we're still, Super booked, but we're still booking. I mean, like, be, be, so because half, I don't want to say half, but we had a lot of reschedules for 2020 to this year. We're super slammed, but we're not making as much money because these are people who already paid last year. So we are taking every available. If we're open, we're going to take it right, right. now. Um, but we are, we're going to have one of our busiest years ever this year, I believe. That's great. Thankfully, thankfully, I know a lot of people are hurting, um, so we're very, very, very blessed to to still be pulling. It, it kind of sucks. A lot of the work is still back in Louisiana, so that's a lot of a lot of back and um, forth. A lot of back and forth, but like we're, things are picking up here in Texas. Like I said, we had five inquiries yesterday, and three of them were for here locally in Texas. So that was great. Oh, that's good. Well, obviously, you're doing something right with uh, getting that website settled in uh, SEO wise. I'm, su- I'm assuming. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm going to move down to Easton because Easton also shoots weddings in New Jersey. Um, Easton, what, what? Same question for you. Um, Easton is a is a wedding photographer and also uh, uh, teaches about Facebook and and marketing for photographers. If you're not familiar with Easton, um, you need to check out his. Well, Easton, I'm going to let you talk about your your stuff on that, but let's talk about weddings first. Sure. So, um, I mean, as you know, we. We cut back a lot of the actual shooting that we do because uh, our education brand um, is, is our main focus at this point. <clears throat> and we do about seven to ten weddings a year at this point. However, in the beginning of COVID, we opened up a boudoir studio 
which then we weren't allowed to operate in or even visit <laughs> for four months. So we paid rent on a studio for four months that we weren't allowed to actually go to and be in. Um, so that was a little bit frustrating. We haven't had, uh, last year we had reschedules to this year, but because of our lower um, amount of weddings that we do at this point, it wasn't that big of a hit. And we saw, I would say, the last six months has been slower as far as new inquiries and bookings for that go. Um, but also we don't push it as much, but I would say in the last two weeks to three weeks, we got probably four new wedding bookings with our highest packages, which is crazy. Um, either, well, let me, let me correct that either our highest packages or, uh, we're going to be doing it on our farm with 20 people. And so can you accommodate that? Right. And so we've sort of adjusted to that. So it's like, you know, three grand instead of, you know, five or six grand. Uh, but we're also only going to be there for six hours. Um, and very different from when we first talked in the beginning of COVID yeah. on the podcast was we were having brides sort of trick us into coming, telling us that there wasn't going to be dancing during the reception and all that kind of stuff. Uh -huh. Now, both of my wife and I are both vaccinated. So we have that sort of safety mm -hmm. net, um, which I know a lot of people haven't even been able to schedule those yet. So we feel super blessed to be able to have that in our corner over here and be able to take whatever comes our way at this point. But my, my situation is a little unique in the sense of we don't depend on wedding photography at this point in our career. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad that you guys got vaccinated. That's, that's good. And I can't stress enough if, you know, you guys get out and you don't want to get sick like me. So get out there, right. get vaccinated and, uh, do that. Um, obviously, um, it's, it's, it's great to hear that, uh, you know, and I do want to make a plug for Easton, his, his Facebook ad and his marketing for photographers, um, has been super helpful for me this year in, 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 you know, helping me build my business and, uh, you know, just to bring it around, I want to thank you for, for all of your wisdom that you've shared with everyone this year. And, uh, I wouldn't have some of the things that I have been booking for this year without your help. So thank you. Yeah, man. And I would tell you from that perspective, um, Boudoir and family is absolutely going to take off, and it has been for the last four months. Um, all of our clients that are either wedding photographers that were like crap um, or boudoir or family-oriented in the first place, they're absolutely starting to crush it because you think about the investment of a wedding, right? You're looking at $100,000 or so. You're looking at 100 people or so, right? And all of that is just is crazy for people to sort of conceptualize right now and then they don't want to have to lose their deposits and all that good stuff. Right. So if you are a wedding photographer and you can, you know, even get a portfolio real quick from a couple of strangers down the street of doing like a free quick session, we had a couple people that started in uh, photography two years ago with headshots transitioned this year into families and booked 15 to $20,000 worth of family sessions through running ads um, and you know, th I think that's an easier investment for people, right? And everyone's been cooped up in their houses. They are ready to do something fun and exciting. And so the investment for those types of sessions is much less. The commitment is much less. They don't have to have all their friends and family traveling to a certain place. So I think if you can go in that direction, even for now, um, to just get yourself some extra income, I think it would be wise. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely planning on launching some, some marketing for 
and some Facebook ads for families this spring. I, I don't think we've ever followed up on, I had a very successful uh, launch with, with high school senior giveaways. Oh, uh, nice. That went really, really, really well. I don't think I followed up with you on that, but it, it was incredible what, what I got out of it. So speaking of high school seniors, <laughs> I'm going to move on to Sean Brown, who is a Seattle slash Washington um, um, based photographer. Uh, he's also uh, Davey and Jen. You guys are going to you guys are going to be put in the timeout box in a second for um, I don't know what's going on down there. So sorry, Sean. Um, Listen, I'm trying to coordinate dinner, Jason. <laughs> so you calm down. I'm trying to stay in a, in my marriage. <laughs> All right, um, Sean. Uh, you know, um, high, yeah. Sean runs a very successful high school senior group, as well as is a very successful high school uh, senior photographer. Tell me what's going on up there. Like, what's yeah. the state of where you're at right now? I think the first time I was on the podcast was pretty much like peak of the pandemic, like very, very early. And so we weren't really sure what was going to go on. You know, Washington was one of the states we kind of locked down pretty much one of the hardest in the nation. So, I mean, we pretty much were locked down from March 17th, 20th, somewhere around there, Mm -hmm. all the way until my first time that we were allowed to actually photograph was like June 3rd, something like that. So pretty significant. But one of the things is that, especially in the high school market, and we can touch on this too, but, um, and Jen's probably seen the same, the high school market, we actually, I think we're, we're very blessed to be in the market that we are, where we didn't have a ton of cancellations. And in fact, I had the busiest year ever, because one of the things is that these kids were losing their high school, you know, last years of high school prom, yeah. uh, graduation, all that stuff. And so, parents were willing to invest more money into senior photos because this is something that they just wanted to give their kids that experience. So timeline with us starting photography in the Northwest, usually our operating season is like, I always say it's like the first day of summer is July 5th here. So July 5th through (laughs) mid-October, you know, knock out 40, 50 sessions, and then you're pretty much done for the year. So timeline, it worked out really well. Uh. But I think it's just kind of I mean, COVID was is super unfortunate for so many people, but it's also, you know, there's a silver lining where we were able to provide a service that ultimately allowed them to have some memories less, left in senior year that weren't necessarily taken away or wiped out. It was something they could actually control. Well, that, that's good. And so do you think that, you know, this coming up this year, things will really start to open back up again or... You know, we're going to find the same things and be party time, people spending a lot more time on on this, you know, senior pictures and stuff this year. And stuff. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think this summer, I mean, I've, I'm pretty much on par with where I was booking last year okay. at this time. So okay. I I think it'll probably be about equal. And if anything, you know, I think people will see it as an investment in their futures, too, where it's. You know, senior year, it's it looked different from for everyone because we're still not in schools here. I think high school, yeah, it's just starting up in person. I want to say it actually may have been this week is the first time that high schoolers are back in the classroom. So it looks very different here. So I still think that people are willing to to invest in it uh-huh. even more so than they were before. Gotcha. 
Cool. All right. Let's keep moving around. <laughs> We're not going to share this video, but it looks like there's some antsy people. Thank you, Sean. Um, let's move over to, uh, I guess, JB at this point. And Hiram just joined us as well. Um, JB, I think you're on a break from a workshop that you're doing. So um, you need to unmute your microphone and um, say hello. Hey guys, what's up? I like this little stage you have set. It's very weird. <laughs> Do you have the stage? So I, I record everything in, in Skype, which is like going back to the 90s. Um, but I like the audio on this. And there's some de definitely some very uh, weird things. You can, can change add. whatever you want so you don't have to look at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like that. Anyway, um, JB, tell us tell us what you're up to and uh, the state of the state for what's going on with you right now. Yeah, I'm in the middle of a 50-city tour this year. I'm on the road living in a van sponsored by Queensberry. Uh, it's kind of different. It's kind of fun. I've, uh, I've never had to live in a van for 125 days in a year away from my family, but I'm just happy to be busy. Honestly, it's very slow in Dallas. Well, we had all of our, our weddings uh, postponed to 2021 and then postponed again to 2022. So we don't have much going on. So we've been filling our, our calendar with mini sessions, trying to keep our average high, trying to stay positive, and just trying to feed our family. It's, it's Last year was the roughest year of our career financially, and uh, this year is not shaping up to be the best year either. But Hey, our kids can't tell. You know, we're keeping it secret from them. We're just kicking ass and, and trying to do the best we can. And that's that's a good idea. And so it looks like a lot of Texas represented tonight. Hiram, say hello. Texas in the house. No, you gotta unmute your microphone and say hello. I can see you waving at me. <laughs> I was just I didn't know if you wanted me to jump in or not, but hello everyone. I'm Hiram. Hiram is, hey, a, is a photographer. Texas. You're in Houston as well, right? Fort Worth. Oh, I'm sorry, Fort he Worth. Houston? What? I'm sorry. That's bad. Sorry, Fort Worth. Hey, hey easy, easy on the Houston. Easy on the Houston. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you're from the Bayou, but you're not Houston. I know, I'm not. <laughs> Hiram um, also um, is, the, is the, are you the president of marketing person, the, the guy in charge this, the, of Geek Odo. Um, a new flash and uh, gear company. Um, tell us what's going on with you know work as far as weddings are concerned, your portrait work, and then um, you know launching a a new product brand in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So it, I mean, it's it's been I can't I can't complain. It's been it's been okay. Um, as for weddings, you know, I mean, we everything was has was moved. Um, you know, I had a full calendar last year. I ended up doing three out of the 24 weddings that I had. Everything else was moved for to 2021, 2022. Um, and then uh, last year, uh, I started with with Gikoro as well. Um, but we had been dealing with COVID since December of uh, 2019, because that's kind of where things started kind of hitting China. Um, and during that time, you know, nobody knew what was, what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden they get hit, they, they shut down. So we took over everything here and then we get hit here. Um, so it's, it's, you know, but, uh, you know, along with, with all of that, uh, you know, I, I can't complain. Family's healthy. 
we're healthy. Um, you just got to keep trucking. You know, one thing yeah. that that we've learned in owning our own businesses is, you know, we have to be resilient and we got to kind of roll with the punches uh, when this when this happens. So it's been it's been good. Um, and we've been able to, you know, keep going and not looking back. Yeah. And, and, and I do want to mention that um, at the beginning of this pandemic, you know, with all the back and forth that you have with your Chinese manufacturer, you really stepped up to the plate with your with the people that you work with and you imported, I, I don't know how many it was, but a lot of K95 or N95 masks that you delivered to healthcare workers at your local hospitals. And, um, you know, I think it's worth mentioning that that was an awesome thing that you guys did at Gikoto to try and help out in any way that you can. And it was quite a journey to get those masks. So thank you uh, yeah. for doing that and for doing your, your part. Yeah. I mean, and that, that was, that was something that just needed to be done just in general. I mean, thank you for mentioning it, you know, but it was, I don't think it was anything that any of us would have not, you know, I think everybody kind of put their, their, you know, their, their dollar here and there to, to help out in that, in that aspect. But yeah, the journey was, was, was the exciting part, trying to get that stuff in here. And I never, <laughs> never expected that, uh, it was going to be hard to get, you know, PPE stuff in here than drugs. Dude, it was terrible. I think I put it, you know, now I'm, I think I can probably do a pretty good chapel trying to get that stuff in here. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because it feels like that was a million years ago that you were trying to get them into the country, yeah. the back and forth and how much work you were putting in and everybody was just trying to do something, right? And you were definitely one of the highlights of, of, of this year that I remember, you know, you putting in that time. So, uh, Hiram, thank you for that. I want to make sure that I get everybody on this because I know Lori yep. has been um, waiting in the wings. Lori Nordstrom is also a photographer that I have been friends with for many, many years, is uh, always a positive uh, light out there and uh, has been helpful to so many photographers over the years. Um, Lori, say hello and, uh, you know, let us know, you know, what are your thoughts for this year? I mean, you're doing a lot of different things besides photography, but um, you know, what are your thoughts for this year coming up for photographers? I do a lot of things. You are right. <laughs> you know, we we talked at the at the beginning of the the pandemic. We talked like a year ago on the podcast, and uh, one of the things that for me, yes, I do a lot of things, but because of what was happening. I kind of went into overdrive with all the things because I was like, I don't know which one of these is going to work right now and which one of them is going to be shut down or what I'm going to be able to do. So I kind of went into overdrive on everything. And I actually, I profited more in my photography part of my life in 2020 than I did since 2016. So that was kind of crazy in the middle of it all. But really, it was it was just a matter of staying connected and staying in front of people and making sure people felt seen and cared for and all the things. So um, and I, I really I'm in the Midwest. I'm in the middle of the country. And so I feel like we get kind of sheltered sometimes. Um, so, you know, call, call me Pollyanna. But I mean, I just I see things really looking good for this year. And I think people 
um, you know, somebody mentioned earlier about, I think it was Easton, about, you know, families and seniors and um, some of these different divisions of our, of our photography world that, I mean, people just saw just the need for coming together and being, um, you know, showing love for each other, just all the things that we want to capture. And so I think that the photographers that are putting that message out that, you know, Hey, 2020 is an important year. This is, this is a time in your family's life that hopefully will never happen again, but your kids are the first ones to see anything like this ever happen. And they're going to be in the history books. Let's, let's capture this time. It's really important. And, um, you know, so I think that people really came together as families and the, and what was important to them and we get to capture that. So I think it's looking good. So your prediction, so let me ask you along that note, what is your prediction for the rest of this year as far as, you know, is it going to be boom? 2022 going to be just a ridiculous boom or we're going to kind of need to ease back into it. I think that every area of the country is different. Mm. So, and that's why I wanted to preface this by saying I'm in the Midwest, kind of in the middle of nowhere and the little security blanket over here. Um, so I think everything is different, but I think from most uh, photographers and other small business owners that I personally at least have talked to, I mean, everybody has really seen a light. So I guess I would predict that 2021 is going to look at least better than 2020. Okay. Is that a good enough answer? No, <laughs> no, I need something no. more, but I'll, I'll let you off the hook <laughs> because uh, we also have Matthew Kemet Mueller spelled Phonetically, Matthew the body is going to join us. Um, Matthew, oh, <laughs> Matthew is a Minneapolis-based um, portrait, mainly sports and uh, high school senior photography. Um, Matthew and I have spent many, uh, many, uh, t much time on the phone together over the course of the last year. Although in general, it didn't matter if it was pandemic or not. We, the two of us, are like. Um, we were two chatty chat Cathy's, uh, as far as, uh, you know, business is concerned. Matthew, tell yes, us, well, say hello. Hola. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell us, I mean, I, I know, but for those of you, how, well, how is the spring looking for you? The summer, yeah. you know, how's it looking for you? It's, it's going really, really good for us, Jason. I went back to my roots. I'm back into male modeling, and that has been really profitable. Um, Hot. <laughs> Maybe you had all this time to work you, out. You two should get together for that. <laughs> um, no, um, my career shifted pretty heavily, uh, specifically in the last, like, two or three years. We've, we've always been a volume studio. Um but we've always kind of been like 70, 30, 60, 40 volume traditional portraits. And uh, this year we're like closer to 90% volume. So we've gone all in on schools and sports. So we actually acquired another company um, that wasn't able to make it through the pandemic. Um, and we've, we've 
doubled our schools uh, every year since we started school photography, which was five years ago. So we're doing 26,000 heads this year. So for my business, I think- 26,000? Um, wow. Yeah, we're 6,000 this year, and we just signed a contract for another 10,000 next year, and we have another 80,000 in bids. So it's getting hairy. Uh, it's, 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 we're, we're, we're moving, but it's been, it's been a slow roll because we started this like way before the pandemic. I've been working on, on trying to develop a school business. So, um, I, it's, it's really bad. What, what he's trying to say is he's got a job for all of us. We're I, all hired. <laughs> uh, all I'm trying to say is that like, uh, I think most things in, in business, like this has just been, it's, it's frustrating and i'm sure you've heard this Lori. when you go out and people are like well i just like what do i need to do i need to start making some money right now what do i need to do and it's like i, I don't have a, a quick buck hustle like everything we do takes time and effort and intention um and we just kind of are we are lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time right now um it's certainly not a a, a talent thing it's certainly not a uh we were so smart we read the market we just are hitting at the right time at the right place I think so, it's a good hair thing. It could be that too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, we're like it's it's weird. I just hired two full timers. We're hiring two more in a couple of weeks. Um, so it's gonna be harder for me to have a beer with my coworkers, and like it's starting to act like a real business. Get crazy. <laughs> and so, you know, well, Matthew's joking that you know he's saying it's starting to act like a real business. That you know, I need to preface <laughs> this by saying. He is second generation in his studio, which has been around, I think, over 50 years at this point. 49 for 50 next year. 50 next year, which I think we'll need to come up there for a big celebration. But um, Matthew has worked really hard in, in, in taking the, his business into, you know, kind of, you know, modernize his business and, you know, in a different direction. What would you say with with school and sports and volume photography – what would you say is like one of the biggest innovations this year that is, is really changing the industry? Cause I feel like there's a lot of big changes or is there one thing that you could, yeah. you could, yeah. No, I, I think that the, the shift to contact free and yeah. socially digital photography has been pretty massive. Um, so we literally have, we're not allowed to exchange order forms. We're not allowed to take cash. We're not allowed to take checks. We're not allowed to hand them a flyer. Um, everything has to be done at a distance and everything's going through e-commerce, which is something that, I mean, if you go back and you watch my creative live on sports, which is like three years ago, I said, I'd never do that. Like I pushed really hard against online sales and I really talked about doing everything in house. And the biggest things that we've seen over the last years is, is as we're growing and we're scaling, um, outsourcing and partnering with a good lab is, is the best thing you can possibly do. Um, and being able to, to recognize that like consumer behavior is changing so much too. And so going to mobile friendly and, and getting into to good marketing campaigns and, and pushing the e-commerce stuff. Um, it's been, it's been required to be even halfway relevant now mm. as a school photographer and sports photographer. So it's been everything in this industry though, it's micro and macro. The changes are crazy. It's so fast right now. Like, and you and I have been around for a while. We've seen changes come down the pipeline, but I mean, it's it's changing so fast right now. Well, I think, you know, the advantage of uh, with school and sports is that I think 
and this is from my experience and, and with your help this year in, you know, being able to do a couple of small leagues, you know, like flag football leagues and football. Uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, I'm sorry. It's a, just a good opportunity now for the smaller business to be able to pick up, you know, a 500, 600, or even a thousand person, you know, um, uh, client, whereas that might have been impossible for you know a small a small business to be able to do that before. So I just think that there's a lot more people looking at it now, especially with the contactless and you know some of the innovations that have been done to be able to pull it together. Hundred percent. And the other thing that I think is has been a shift that I've seen. Like, I just think in the last like it kind of started in in a couple administrations ago i feel like there was such a big shift in the in the culture of america where people are trying to be more conscientious in where their dollars go yeah and i think that like and i think that's a really really great thing and and i've seen a lot of that kind of double down through this pandemic and so you know, it, it, I'm an 80s kid, man. In the 80s, it was like the cheapest crap you can get from overseas. No one cared. You go to Walmart, you get the cheapest price. Like, that's the only thing that matters. And now I think that it's it's cool to support your your local business. And it's and it's it's almost like a badge of honor to, to, to dig a little deeper and support the people that are actually in your community. So, um, again... Thank you, millennials. Yeah, <laughs> it's... It's kind of a, it's been a, a, a good, a good fit for companies like me that are still, we're still a very small, a very small player in the volume game. You know what I mean? We're nothing yeah. compared to, to the big guys. Um, and, but I think that because we can push that, like we're, we're your neighbors, we're, we're the guys at the grocery store. We don't outsource our work. Everything's down in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like we're shop local it's, we we hire local we pay our guys a livable wage those are all i think key elements that i don't know would have been as impactful 20 years ago yeah i totally agree thank you for that insight we have one more person to bring up and i'm going to put on the spot davy davy dave is also in minneapolis and uh i'm going to ask you this question and then um we're going to wrap things up a little bit but i have a couple more questions for a few other people but Davey, you know, you, the advice that I want from you to other photographers that are maybe newer to this business or just getting involved, like, you know, as we talk, we've all known each other for a very long time. Some of us a really ridiculous amount of time. But um, you, for me, are one of the newer faces in, in this group. And you've also gotten very involved with a lot of your communities and, you know, industry things. Um, I'm going to ask you if you are somebody new in this community that are just kind of getting started, you're listening to this podcast for the first time, what can, what advice can you offer to break that ice? <laughs> this is literally the hardest question that's been asked of this panel all evening. Thanks, Jason. You're welcome. No, I, I, I really think that creatives are inherently introverts. Um, if you were to take that... Uh, like the 16 personalities test, everybody like creatives are introverts. Um, I, I'd say take that first step and find your local photography club or your PTA affiliate or whatever that is and find your people, find your creative people and jive with them. 
like keep those creative juices going and keep those like get that networking going but it's on you um our the most common question that i hear is like how do i find a mentor and how do i find somebody that'll show me stuff well you've got to find those people you've got to you have to do the homework and go and actively seek those people find somebody whose work you like and ask them to teach you or ask to work alongside them ask to go and assist them um and now is maybe that time like as vaccinations are rolling out and work is going to get just literally effing crazy like quarter three and quarter four are probably going to be insane and people are going to need those extra hands at their events and at their weddings and at their whatever like now is the time to start making those connections and saying hey i really enjoy your work and i would like to come and work with you or like shadow you or whatever that is or i don't know i'm sure that i messed all those words up no you didn't at all and i think that's i think that the fact that things will be opening back up again and i do want to focus on the uh all the conferences that are being rescheduled for later this fall and this summer, which is where I'm going to, I almost forgot about Jen Lewis, who's here. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. Um, I thought, I thought that we had got you in with, with the high school senior stuff. So Jen, you are leaving tomorrow for sync. Um, sync is a sports and, and high school senior conference based in, in Destin, uh, Florida. A um, little jealous that you're going to be near a beach uh, the next couple of the next couple of days. Um, however, without being vaccinated, I'm I'm still a little hesitant about getting out there after the if I don't get vaccinated after this immunity that I'm supposed to have. So, um, talk to us about you know getting out there again and you know how you feel about it for conferences and uh-huh. shows. <laughs> yeah, you definitely um, are very aware of how I feel about it. I'm ready. I'm, I've been ready for a while. Um, I had COVID a few weeks ago. Um, it wasn't, you know, I don't recommend it, but it wasn't the worst I've ever been sick. Um, so I figure I've got antibodies now. I'm going to take advantage. <laughs> and for the next couple of months, I'm good to go. So I just got back from teaching a workshop in Vegas um, last weekend. And then, yeah, I leave tomorrow for sync. I'll be gone for a week. Um, and then I'm taking my kids out uh, back out west to Vegas and Grand Canyon and all that for um, for spring break. So I am. Yeah, I'm ready to roll. And I think a lot of people are. I mean, you know, it's not that I'm not cautious, but I also still want to live my life. So um, cautiously living as I guess where I'm where I'm at with that right now. So um, sync is taking all the precautions. We're going to each be at our own six foot table. So six feet apart. Um, in the conference, masking, social distancing, all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go and be around people again. So, um, but again, I'm right now I'm, you know, I'm good to go for the next, at least probably a couple of months. I'm going to get tested for antibodies every month, see how long I keep them. I'm making myself my own science experiment. Um, just kind of see how that goes. So. And yeah, don't look anybody's face at sync. Don't what? That's just a general rule. Don't lick anybody's face at think. Just don't do it. I can't make any promises, Davy. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jen, tell anyway. us, you've been very busy through all of this, uh, you know, 
especially this summer and into the fall. Um, since I've gone around and asked everybody, tell us about what, you know, what's been going on with your business. Yeah, definitely. Um, I am, um, my volume was down with seniors, unlike Sean, uh, but my average is up. And so I have been, um, you know, I was a little slower with seniors in the fall, but I got a lot more in the spring than I normally do. I think everybody is kind of going, oh crap, we still have to do senior photos. Uh, just, you know, like Sean, our high school kids still are not back in school. So I think they don't feel like seniors because they're not in school. They're not doing anything senior related. They're all at home, you know, virtually schooling and that kind of thing. Our seniors uh, were able to start back this week, but it's only two days every other week because the school's so big, they have to split them into four groups. And so it's like four days a month. So the majority are not bothering because why, right? So, um, yeah, so I think it's a lot of that. So what I've been doing is I've been really pushing diversifying into my commercial and corporate work um, and my actor headshots, which has been, actor headshots have been fantastic. I've had a ton of actors coming in. Um, the, uh, I'm, I'm connected with the biggest acting studio um, in North Carolina and they send me everybody. So that's been really good. Um, but definitely trying to diversify, but also my commercial work is not normal either because like, for instance, I um, shoot for Collins Aerospace, um, one of the aerospace firms here and like, they're not going back to work until like the middle of the year. So I can't shoot anything right now. So, um, for them, so I'm, you know, a lot of my corporate clients are not, um, you know, not in normal schedules either. So just diversifying and kind of picking up extra things and more. Um, I always offer to do families with my seniors, but I'm pushing that more. So that's been helping a lot. And then also just in general, um, just diversifying. So when my senior volume's down or my corporate clients aren't back to work or things like that, I can kind of spread it all out. But it's been going well. I mean, this year, definitely better than last year so far. So cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to wrap up soon, but I have one last question for those of you who are still here. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, conventions and trade shows coming up this year. Uh, I want you to chime in. Who's going to, who's going to WPPI in August? Yay or nay? Yay. Hell yeah. yeah. Jason, yeah, I'll be going. Matthew, I'll be Easton, Hiram. So the majority of you guys are, are going to WPPI. I'm crashing with Easton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Uh, and so, you, you, so uh, the, I, I'm getting that, that, you know, all of you guys are ready to get back out and, and start going to the shows again. And, and we're ready to get, we're ready to roll. Yeah. But the question is, what is it going to look like? Right. Yeah. Because, of, you know, it touches all four corners of this world and people are not going to be able to travel into the States probably until fall. So what is it going to look like? Is it going to be, you know, us at the Marriott courtyard or is it going to be you know, a casino somewhere? It's going to be all 10 of us so, hanging out, teaching each other. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is that I'm asking. I think they came up with that, that Johnson and Johnson one got released. So that's like going to push more vaccines out there. I think there's gonna be I think there's gonna be people there, man. I think that I think that travel's gonna open up quite a bit once this once vaccines are readily accessible. When like well, your flight now, yo. I got well, it, so I'm good. I'm going. I'm just saying, what is it gonna look like? You know, that's the 
If I was, I think it'll, vaccine, be, I think it'll, it'll be small. Be yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's definitely going to be small. Yeah, that's my question. Do you think attendance will be significantly down? I mean, all of us are going. I mean, you know, we're trade show junkies. So, you know, it's it's asking the wrong crew. But, I, you know, my opinion is, is that from wherever it was last year, you know, I would predict it being down by at least 30%, if not more. Yeah, and I'll, t- I'll say this, that you have to remember – over the last like nine months to a year during COVID, almost a, a large majority of people were having their mortgages put on hold, their uh, utility bills put on hold, and not many of them were allowed to add that to the end of their mortgage or anything like that. So we're, in my opinion, we're going to see, hopefully not, fingers crossed, but we're going to see a massive recession impact coming soon where these people, that's those protections are going to end, right? Whether whether Biden can get something done or not uh, is not going to impact it in the way that we think, I think, because if somebody has to pay nine months of their mortgage all at the end of their forbearance, nobody can do that for the most part, right? And then all of your utility bills were postponed, your credit card bills were lowered and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden it's going to come back to real life. But yet, especially for us small business owners, a lot of us haven't worked in a year. We lost an entire year of income, and then in 2021, you're working harder than you've ever worked before, but almost what it seems like is for free because you got the money last year, right? And so I think that that's going to substantially impact not just attendance at these things, but like the reality of the economy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the forbearance thing, and this is is a total side note. They made it so easy for us to put our mortgages in forbearance, but didn't tell us that they, we'd have to pay that lump sum when the right. forbearance was up. And here's the crazy part is that it's a mark on your credit as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you go to get another mortgage, so I just got done with it and I'm just putting this out there. I just got done fighting with Wells Fargo about it because when I figured out that after four months, I would have to pay the whole thing, I, I told them to take a flying leap and I would pay it after a month. And it took me three months for them to remove the forbearance off of my credit report. So just just putting that out there to you guys. And if you if you have the opportunity or if you're in the position to refinance, now's the time. Yeah. I agreed. Or solo, agreed. We, just, we just refinanced our house a week and a half ago. And with our new refinance, we're, we're saving $900 a month on our mortgage. Wow, good yep. for you. And that, I, that's a common story that I've been hearing. Um, friends of ours just did the same thing. They saved six hundred dollars a month. Now, granted, they had to go back to another thirty-year mortgage, right? Um, but they're in a position where they can actually afford to to live and survive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a silver lining. So, all right, we're, we're definitely getting off track here. Anyway, um, I want to thank you guys again to to wrap things up. Jason, Sean, Jamie, Easton, Jen, Davy, Matthew, Hiram. Lori, for being my friends this year. What? JB's nipples. Oh, JB's nipples. Thank you. Yes, he was flashing us as Rihanna. Never forget. Never forget. I I, seriously though. (laughs) Seriously though. Ever. We're trying to have a moment here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you guys for being my friends. Seriously, all of you have spent time with me on the phone this year. And, you know, all of you guys who are listening to this podcast have friends. And, um, you know, I can't thank you guys enough for your friendship 
And um, it's been it's been a great journey, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing you, all of you guys in person, either in Vegas or somewhere else this year, where I can give you guys a big hug and a kiss right on the lips. Um, and uh, thank you guys for being my friend. Love you, Jason. Love you, Jason. All right. I just think of you as another one of the Golden Girls. Thank you, my friend. (laughs) All right. Back again. That'll be it for this week's episode of Something New Every Week. For those of you who are listening, uh, please hit that subscribe button. Thank you for being a listener, and uh, we're going to keep it going for year two. Um, We'll see you soon. Thanks again for listening to Something New Every Week. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. We will see you back here next week.